0: Hey, Henry, what's holding you up? Let's get on with the show. We can't hang around here all day. Ladies and gents, this is the moment you've waited for. There's no turning back now. This is the greatest show! Now it's time for the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast with your hosts, Michael Hurley and Gary Aruda. That's right, this is the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast, episode number 488, recorded from the D. Fauntleroy Studios in Kent County, Rhode Island in sunny southwest Florida. I'm your host, Gary, joined as always by my co-host and my cousin, Mike down of Florida. How are you doing today, Michael? Oh, I'm doing great. What's new? Not much. Had some uh, pool time today. Had a little pool time. Had some breaks too. It sounded like. Yeah, I had to take a couple breaks. Unfortunate. I was in the middle of doing my laps, and I, I, oh no. <laughs> That's not, it just came out of nowhere, huh? Yeah, and the worst part is the worst part is you know I'm soaking wet. Yeah, and I can't do the 15 minute dry. No, you got to like waddle through track water everywhere. Yep. That's no good. Yeah. That's no good. I've been drinking this stuff. It's so gross, but it's supposed to be good for you. People say to drink it first thing in the morning. Oh, what is this mumbo jumbo you're gonna tell me about? You ready for this? You fall into all these traps. No, it's how's this golf forever going? Have you been. It's not a trap. It's water. It's water and turmeric. 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 It's like yellow. Oh, it's awful. And with lemon, with uh, and you squeeze a half a lemon in it. What's the purpose of this? Uh oh, it's good for inflammation. It's good to get the body going the uh the lemon juice is a boost of vitamin C okay have yeah. you noticed anything yeah get <laughs> running out of the pool to go to the it. bathroom <laughs> yeah well, that sounds about right yep anything else besides that have you noticed uh no no I mean you don't you don't take something for a week and like expect it's well, just supposed point. to be good for you not you're not supposed to like All of a sudden be have, it, or have 130 yeah. Iq right yeah Timur.
1: it's kind of
0: like, it. like buying golf irons you can't just buy new golf irons and expect to break 80 no time. that's the dumbest thing you can do you're shooting you know 93 playing once a year and you go out and buy i mean who the hell would go out and buy new irons who, who does that who does that i found out that my irons were 11 years old so wow. i think it was time for an upgrade what were they able? would they crack a shaft is it like a tree were they read their wings <laughs> no wings? the guy the guy looked them up on online he's like yeah these came out in 2012. did you uh, see if you get any any trade in no he was just seeing the lofts so he could he was comparing the loft of the the seven iron on those so they're basically one club stronger every iron what irons did you, you know? demo uh i tried the pings mizunos and the uh cobras because I didn't like the looks of some of the other ones. You didn't look at the uh Taylor Maids? I did, but you know what? I didn't like looking down on them. They're too yeah, fat. I don't I huge. don't like the fat. I'm very picky about that looking down on it. And I really uh I need like a big forgiving iron, but I don't like it to look like that. So my choices were pretty narrow. Unless I moved down into like players irons, which I'm not good enough to to play. So I heard the seven eighties, they look like players islands, but they are forged. Yeah. Well, maybe or the cavity, cavity back. What's the difference? Uh, I don't know the difference. For, what's, forge is the same thing, right? I think Forge and cavity back are pretty much the same. Thing. Yeah. Blades are so sweet, though. Nothing looks better than a bag of blades, does it? Ah. Uh, it's just this cool. I When I was there, I was just putzing around, and I was in the used section, and they had a set of uh, Ben Hogan blades. Was I telling mm-hmm. you about that? old ben hogan blades they, they didn't even have uh numbers on they just had the loft on the club Instead i of, I love those they, they were, were so doing cool. those up until a while ago i remember working at, at the golf course and a guy had some hogan's oh you'd see him once in a while yeah and it was the same thing yep like 22 28 yep. whatever said on there i tried just hitting them and i couldn't i couldn't hit them at all i almost it vibrate? Bought what's that what's it do when you miss it just does it hurt your hand Oh, it just or... feels awful yeah feels like you've never played golf before when you miss that but when you hit it on the sweet spot it feels so nice but i uh i was looking at them i almost bought them just because they were cheap just to like put up as display it was like 144 bucks for the set it was like six through pitching wedge so you talk about blades. you know what i told that mr casciano that i wanted to do what's that this is like right before the club closed we were playing so I'm a big idiot. I've got my mm-hmm. stupid staff bag. Yeah, and I got yeah. it because it was on sale, and I can stuff a lot of waters and stuff in there. But I still look like an idiot when you go ground one in front of Larry O'Brien. He's <laughs> <and laughs> <just laughs> waiting for <laughs> you from from 240, and you just top one into the into the creek on one. Yeah, right. <laughs> go ahead. But go ahead. Um, I told Kurt I want to get um, I want to get golf shirts, but I want I want the uh, endorsements.
1: Oh, like, you want an everybody- like
0: all over the place? You want like the uh, the Michael like Citibank on your <laughs> on your yeah, <laughs> like have a few of those. So like during I think it was like during the U.S. Open he he texted me and he said that uh uh Victor Hovland was looking good. He had the orange with about seven different advertisements. Yeah, how good would that look on the first tee? Like you and I play in the member guests, and we have the match like Bank, City, City V. Like who are these guys? <laughs> you have like the one on your on your uh on like, the collar. collar yes like your own personal like monogram logo like justin thomas has wouldn't that be the best that would be pretty bad and Then i mean don't you have just 97 or something stupid st- <laughs> <laughs> stupid stuff on the golf course it is fun it's yeah, fun to do it. or do you just wear pants i mean oh, if no, you I play can't. this year will you do will you wear pants with me I don't, i'll have to look at the weather You wouldn't wear the stupid shirts, and now you want me to wear pants. No, because the stupid shirts I don't like. Like, I'm not – no, I'm not doing – Yeah, but you loved it when those guys were wearing the matching stuff, those Florida Gator guys. Oh, I like that, but I just – I think if if you go real nerd with, like, the pressed slacks, and you just – you got the – you got everything going for you, and you go out and shoot 106. That's that's (laughs) so good, isn't it? For, like – White slacks, a white shirt, a crisp white visor, and you go. and yeah. you just top yeah, you it all the, over the, the place. The, you have the Tom Kite with no bend on the visor. Yeah, exactly. Practice your thank yous. <laughs> Throwing, smashing clubs on the cart path on the second hole. <laughs> <laughs> I smashed it on cement, right? Yeah, it was Did right you on laugh? the cart you path on was funny? <laughs> yeah. <it was. laughs> I think I was up on the green with uh, with your cousin. Because was having a hard hole as well. Yeah, uh, he was too. Still... Yeah, he had a bad hole on that one. <laughs> you, were, you were on like the 10th fairway waiting for a group to tee off so you could hit, and then you like topped it, and then you topped it again. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing worse when you got to wait for a group to get out of your way when you're in the wrong fairway, and then you just totally duff it. Isn't oh, that... when you wait, or when you play through. The worst is when you yeah. play through. <laughs> oh yeah, when you Go play ahead. through, like when they wave you on a par three. Oh, you're like this is the worst. You just chunk it 14 yards in front of you. That's good. Pick it up. That's the scariest shot in golf is playing through on a par three. Yeah. Well, oh, like if there's even like a couple groups. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Get the guys on the green coming off hey party <laughs> oh yeah like if you're playing like a charity scramble and there's like three groups waiting and it's finally your turn to go on the par three and you got like eight people standing there watching you hit smoking cigarettes drinking beer <laughs> you got bob seager on <laughs> <laughs> they're like oh hold on he's hitting he's hitting everyone stops and watches. <laughs> watching try yeah Because at that point you don't even care. You're like, I'll just take a greenside bunker at this point. Because at least oh, you just want to get the ball in the air. Yeah, exactly. Right, you want to get the ball in the air. I don't even then be be... in your pocket when you're away from (laughs) me. You leave (laughs) two more in the bunker, and you're in your pocket. At least nobody's (laughs) really (laughs) seeing. Yeah, it doesn't matter at that point. Uh, Golf is the stupidest thing. (laughs) It's the dumbest sport, isn't it? It's so ridiculous. It's so dumb. It's very dumb. I actually miss it. Do you? You're starting to yeah. miss it now. You're yep. back you're close now, right? Yeah, about another month. A few weeks. Yeah. I text Rick Rick Humphrey. Yeah, how's he doing? He's in Pittsburgh for the for the month. So I asked him if he wanted me to take over his board duties. <laughs> <laughs> What'd he say? he said that he would actually let me do it he said but unfortunately they they zoom him in for the meetings oh you could be there by proxy idiot you see me walking <laughs> in there i've got like a briefcase okay did you did you ever watch arrested development the no. tv show so the it was about a company and the the father was in jail and they had a uh They had to like coming into meetings, and they had the guy come in with headphones on, and he had a camera on his head, and he wore like an iPad around his neck so he could like be part of the meeting. So that could be you have like the GoPro on your head so Rick Humphries can see you got a you got an iPad with Rick on it, so you're just sitting there. That would be beautiful, wouldn't it? I would go to that. Oh, you absolutely would. It's pretty dumb. Anyway, should we take our first break? Sure. All right, we'll be right back. so lost without you i know you were right believing for so All right, we are back from break episode number four hundred and eighty-eight of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast. you like that song cards. If you go to our YouTube channel, um I do sing that out loud. At the concert, word for word. Oh, it was so good. Oh and you, you didn't get any Eugenes in there? That's one you respect and you sing the actual words. Yes, yes. You know, like I'm all out of love. I'm so lost without Eugene. Eugenia, you were right. No, you don't disrespect air supply. Air supply is they're they're, they're, uh, they're too high up in the. Uh, which in one the was? It, who was? It, which one was I singing? And for doing just, like Eugene. Yeah. I don't know. You do that often, so it's hard to describe. Because I said, "Should I use? Uh, should I use my lyrics?" And the lady next to me said, "Yes." And Kristen rolled her eyes. She was. Oh, you were just there. What concert was? Yeah. that? Yeah. That wasn't that long ago. I can't remember. Not the spinners or anything. No. No. Anyway, so we're talking some food and wine this week. It's already been going on for a little while, but we haven't really spoken on it, and I, uh, we wanted to talk about it. That's usually when we get some cheesy 80s and 90s music means there's a festival going on at Epcot. i I tell you something? I'm so irritated with, with, that, with that whole debacle when that used to be something special, and now they just overlap the festivals. Oh just Epcot in general you're talking about just like in general specials. just in general and it's fine it's fine they want to make I, I don't care make money do i I like the booths but now all i see i don't even know what it is anymore because they just have those booths out 24/7 right and the you know, I mean still. they don't take them down they used to take them down right now there's like a week in between each festival where they're not right occupied, so they leave them up. still there yeah but, but what, like, what is so special now? Like, what is? There's no incentive to go during a slow time. But everyone still goes, though. And they yeah. once Food and Wine starts up, everyone rushes there. Once the Festival of the Arts starts up, everyone, like, everyone yeah, goes if, for the beginning of the new festivals, even though they're not anything special. Yeah, but if you have people going in the summer to begin with, then what's the reason to have a festival? Is my point. Because if you're going to have it in their slowest time, which is usually September, then some people might say, "Oh, I'm just going to go in September." For other people, right. like, it doesn't matter when I go; they're going to have it anyways. There's going to be some kind of festival. It's gonna going to be a on. festival anyways. Yeah, well, it's just part of the. It's part of Epcot now. It's not just, special I, anymore. I just don't yeah, That's the thing. I just don't. You know, with the candlelight percent, let's just have it every day. Right. Three hundred sixty-five like days a year, yeah. every day. Yeah, I don't care. Sure. Well, we're probably not too far off from something like that. Those kind of things, those kind of decisions, where they figure a way they can make make extra money, and they're just good to go. Again, I don't care if you have the food booths out there every single day. It gives you different, you know, options. I like it. I just don't like the fact that it's they call it a festival when right. it's a there's nine months festival. It's just there's always a festival, right? I mean, Food and Wine is actually shorter this year than uh, the previous few years. Because I'm it started like July 8th last year, I think. And it didn't start till the 27th this year. So right. it's three weeks shorter this year. But still, it goes through November. And then the Festival of the Holidays starts right up. And then when that's done, the Festival of the Arts starts right up. When yep. that's done, then it goes into the uh, Flower and Garden. You get about what six weeks in the summer where there's nothing going on, and then right back into food and wine again. If it is, even I think flowering garden was it was the last day when we were there on the 4th of July. So, oh, it's still going that late, yeah. They used to be just May, right? Like yeah, a little bit of so. April and May, yeah. Hey, they're milking it, it's a cash cow for them. It's rinse repeat. I, I mean, I understand why they do it, and I totally understand what you're saying about how it loses its its luster. But yeah, there's just there's, there's until just people nothing. stop showing up for it, they're gonna keep doing it. But they get the vloggers, and they, you know, they rinse and repeat. They go out and they talk about all these new food items, and they got to try this. You got to try this. All the merchandise, and people go nuts for that, and it just becomes a uh, a vicious cycle. But what do you want to talk about first? You want to talk concerts? Yeah, that's fine. It's a pretty poor lineup this year. If it's bad. It's bad. It's bad. Like, there's been times where I don't know the songs mm-hmm. that some of the bands sing, but this one, there's more bands that I don't even know than not in the food and wine. I mean, we could skip July because we're past that, and I didn't know any of them. Funkified, nope. Oren, Orianthi, and King and Country. I don't know any of those. Do you? No. And then we're into August. We have uh, Southern Avenue. You familiar with them? Nope. They're there this weekend. Tiffany, you know, she's there uh, right now. The Champagne Orchestra. I'm not familiar with them. Ruben Stuttered. I know him. Ruben Stuttered, he was on uh, he American, American Idol, Idol early. Idol. Season. He was good. Yeah. The Fray, I know them. They're like a night early 2000s band. When's Tiffany? Was she this weekend or is she tomorrow? Yeah, just uh, today and tomorrow. So Sunday and Monday. So just before this episode comes out. I'm familiar with The Fray. They're like a, a 2000s band. M80s. Joey Fatone and Friends. So that's a, he's part of NSYNC or Backstreet Boys. The Female Collective. I don't know that, I'm Aaron. Speaking. Aaron Jones, familiar with him? I don't know him. The Philip Phillips, he's another American Idol guy. I don't know what he sings. I just know he's from American Idol. That's a good name though, Philip Phillips. Oh, that's a great name. <laughs> that's pretty good. I think they call him Phil. Phil Phillips, or did you go with the Philip Phillips. Now, do you um, think that's his born name, or he took like he picked that for a showbiz name? Because that's even more messed up if he picked that for a showbiz name. I don't know. Like, if you if you were going into like, if you're going to be a singer, and you had to pick a name, like say Michael Hurley was already taken, and you have mm-hmm. to pick another name for like all those uh, legal reasons, would you pick Michael like Michael Michaels? Michaels? Michael, Michael Michaels. Michaels, sure. You would pick that? Like, that's yeah. that's kind of, but you're a messed up guy, so I could see you picking that. Yeah, Michael Michaels, I think, is a great name. <laughs> Michael Michaels. Shorten now it to on Mike the stage Michaels. stage at Mike Michaels. <laughs> How about Element? Are you familiar with them? No. I don't know any of these people. That rounds out August. We can move on to September. We have the Baja Men who let the dogs out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mercy Me. Not sure who that is. I think they're one of those religious bands. They sound like it. Uh, Foreigner's journey. I wonder if that's like a cover band. Yep. Ray Parker Jr. He's the ghost. Great Buster artist. Guy, right? yeah. Great artist. Yeah, you think he plays ghost. My husband. favorite of his, but yeah, oh he's sure. Great. Toby Mac. I think he's another religious guy. Then we got the Hooligans. Don't know them. It's a. You could tell they're not big because they don't even have pictures on some of them on like Epcot, on the Disney website. It's just a picture of the stage, the American Garden Theater stage. Monsieur Perrine on September fifteenth. We have Raúl Acosta and Oro Solido, September sixteenth and seventeenth. Bacalios on September eighteenth. We have Audio Exchange September nineteenth. To 21st stop me when you uh want to discuss one of these bands parts we have los amigos invisibles september 22nd through the 24th and then uh 98 degrees september 25th and 26th i've heard of them uh, boy band from the late 90s latin ambition september 27th and 28th and then we have boys to men the 29th and 30th so in all of september I've heard of three of them. Mm -hmm. Ray Parker, 98 Degrees, and Boys to Men. Mm -hmm. That's bad. Yeah, it's not good. good. That's not good. It's not good. Uh, Boys to Men is also there October 1st and 2nd, so they have four days. We have Wish Radio, October 3rd to 5th. Mark Willis, October 6th and 7th. Sugar Ray, okay, October 8th and 9th. Icon Party Band, the 10th to the 12th. We have Stank again. That's like an early two thousands band. Air Supply, the aforementioned Air Supply, October fifteenth and sixteenth. Evolution Motown, October seventeenth to nineteenth. We have Taylor Dane. That's one of your wheelhouse ones, right? Taylor Dane. Oh, she yeah, Taylor Dane's fantastic. Then we have William Ocean, the twenty second and twenty third. He's good too. Yep. So that's a good little Air Supply, Taylor Dane, Billy Ocean. That's a nice little mm-hmm. uh, week. Over there. Sound Up. Then we have Hanson, the 27th through the 30th. And then on Halloween, we have Rexine. R-E-X-I-N-E. Not familiar with their work. In November, we have We the Kings. I'm guessing they're another uh, religious band. We have Sheila E. November 5th and 6th. We have Epic Live, November 7th to 9th. Then we have Big Bad Voodoo Daddy the no- November 10th and 11th and to round it out a little 38 special on November 12th and 13th. That's a bad lineup. Doo, 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 doo. Doo, 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 doo. I'm just pulling up at YouTube. I think I like this song. Sheila E. Yes. Okay. I'm going to beat the hell out of these commercials. I'm getting so irritated right now. Oh, on YouTube you don't like commercials. Yep. Does that make you that drives you crazy? what do you th- is do you think it's just really that we're just that it's just not for us anymore these concerts or is it just bad say what like what, what happened to these concerts Christopher Cross isn't there but he's like a isn't he a flower and garden uh, guy I think he used to be food and wine he, he was there last year so I don't know if it was because you went and saw him last year right yep is that who it was? Is that the concert you were at in the spring? No, I would never just. Dis- you wouldn't dis- disrespect Christopher. Chris. Never okay. in a million years. That's true. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's one or two that maybe I would even stop and and uh, check out. Nothing that. None of these are like make a special trip for the weekend for you, which used to have like three or four. Oh, a few. There are a lot that I never got to. Right. I think the Flower and Garden's got a better lineup. I think they go more old school. And then now, like, Food and Wine's like half of it's like these religious bands. They must bang it out, though. They must be popular. I don't know. You want to talk some food? Yeah, so there's nobody that you would have wanted to see, huh? I mean, I'd watch, like, Sugar Ray big bad voodoo daddy i would if i was there on those days i would probably stop even hooba stank they're okay but none that i would if i was local i wouldn't make a special trip for anybody yeah there's not a single one on here how about you you like taylor dane taylor Dane. there's some good ones air supply billy ocean But a lot less than usual. Yeah. It used to be like week after week was great. Or in your wheelhouse anyway. I guess great is a relative term. How do you wanna how do you wanna tackle the food? You want me to just go through and read you stuff and or you wanna
1: yeah, go let's over some. See
0: if there's anything that I actually wanna all right. So we have the uh 2023 Food and Wine Festival booths. Uh this is alphabetical. We're gonna start in the Alps. And we have a dark chocolate fondue with berries, pound cake, and meringue. A warm raclette of Swiss cheese with alpine ham, baby potatoes, cornichons, and a baguette. And another warm raclette with Swiss cheese, baby t- potatoes, uh, cornichons, and a baguette. That's the one without uh, without the ham. So that's a vegetarian option. Anything there sound good to no. you? No. I take a pass on that. We're going on to Australia. We have grilled sweet and spicy bushberry shrimp with pepper, onion, snap peas, and coconut chili sauce. No, thank you. I thought you had that. I thought you had like the shrimp one time, and you liked it. I don't like berries parts. That's stuff that stuff. It's not berries. It's a bushberry shrimp. That's the kind of shrimp. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Pardon yeah. my ignorance. That's okay. Uh, roast lamb chop with mint pesto and potato crunchies. And then a dessert, Lamington, which is yellow cake with raspberry filling with chocolate and coconut. Are you a lamb guy? Not really. Pass. Not really. The not other really. thing, two parts, is like they don't really change the menus out too much. They haven't been. not. And it's not like we're going to be having stuff. Salisbury steak soon. You know, it's like they <laughs> like just change, change it just a little bit. Yeah. You think like each country would have one new thing each year. Maybe, yeah. Just you, maybe people want to try something different. For it's once, and it's twice, three times, Steve Melnick. It was was the, that Commodores. the song? The Commodores? Okay. Yeah, the Commodores. I was thinking that, and I said the spinners, but I was in like the wrong mindset there. Uh, we have Belgium. Again, same things as last year. Beer braised beef with uh, smoked gouda mashed potatoes. That sounds good. Then they have a couple waffle options, one with uh, chocolate ganache and one with berries and whipped cream. And those sound fine. There's nothing wrong with those, but they've been the same for the last 10 years. Right, yeah. We <sighs> have Brazil, uh, and they have the yoda which is be- uh, black beans with pork belly, and a Brazil nut pesto with long grain white rice, and the, uh, the Brazilian cheese bread as well. Those have been around for a while. Those are both good options too, but again, nothing really new we have the uh, the brewing now this one's this one's new this is a uh, where is this this is at the odyssey building and they have peanut butter and jelly sticky wings garlic parmesan wings now is Orange. This what they have over at steakhouse 71 the peanut, yeah probably like that the peanut butter jelly wings yeah Sounds something similar, doesn't it? I heard, like, in, in their pub, yeah. it's not on their regular menu, but I heard that they have, like, some unique type of chicken wings over at Steakhouse. I think you're everywhere. right. I think that's what they are. I would definitely try those. Peanut butter, like that? Just to see I what like. they're like. Kind of like that, that that shake over at uh Primetime that yeah, you never well, thought that you would like, and it's delicious. Yeah, Well, wait till you hear one of these shakes that we're going to get to soon. We have orange cardamom wings, traditional buffalo wings, um... How about this part? Unnecessarily spicy yet extremely tasty scotch bonnet pepper curry wings. I've heard that those are actually very spicy. Really? Like, not just Disney spicy, but like legit spicy. And they have buffalo Brussels sprouts. So, like, Brussels sprouts with blue cheese and uh, buffalo sauce. I'd like to try those. Those are super popular now. I love Brussels sprouts. But, uh, yeah the unnecessarily spicy ones i would try them and the the peanut butter and jelly definitely i i like wings anyway so i would definitely try some of those how about this one this is all the uh all the rage on the uh the vloggers and instagram there's a pickle milkshake part. yeah this what's one. this thing all about i don't know but people said you either love it or hate it like it, it's just a pickle milkshake i don't know any other way to to put it. Would you try that? You wouldn't even try it, would you? I don't think so. I mean, I'd take a sip just to... Like, if I know. had it, you would try a sip just to see what Maybe. It's about. Yeah. I don't know. I'd, I'd almost feel like I have to try it. It's almost something that I feel I need to review. Yeah, I wouldn't mind that. When you're at Beach Club, go over there and try the pickle milkshake and those spicy wings and the peanut butter jelly wings or something. Let's see if your AI thinks that's a good idea. You might like that. But you know what? You give them crap for doing the same old thing, and then they do this stuff that's very different and unique. So you gotta at least give them some credit for trying something different, that's even true. if it's not even if it's not up your uh, right up your alley. We have the bubbles and brine, which is opening in September. so this one's not even open yet. Um, and they have the jumbo shrimp cocktail with Prosecco cocktail sauce and grilled lemon. A Jonah Crab Claw Cocktail with Stone ground Mustard Sauce and Caviar with Traditional Accompaniments, Champagne Cream and Bellini. So this is like a champagne and like fancy fancy stuff booth, which is not open until September 22nd. Canada, we got the same old, same old, the the soup and the uh, filet. You can't really change that up. They could maybe add something to that, but people love those two things so they gotta stick with it again this is another one that's not opening until september char and chop roasted porchetta with lemon parsley salsa verde and shaved fennel salad you don't like fennel right no i hate fennel yeah grilled impossible spicy sausage with herb polenta puttanesca sauce and ricotta and then this one's called Meat Assorti, a trio of shaved meats with baby arugula, pickled mustard seeds, truffle oil, and grilled ciabatta. That sounds pretty good. So that's something. That's a brand new booth with all new items, so I like to hear that. We have China next, crispy duck bao bun with hoisin sauce. This is new. Even and you're into I feel that. Like I've, even though I feel like I've had that, but maybe not. I would definitely eat that. Pan-fried chicken dumplings with house-made sweet and spicy sauce, tried and true. And Dan Dan noodles with spicy pork and Sichuan sauce with peanut butter and sesame. It's interesting. I'd try that. We have the Coastal Eats. We have lump crab cake with aioli and vinegar slaw. Can't go wrong with that. And oysters Rockefeller. Anything there? You like seafood. Those You would probably try either of those. Sure, yeah. Flavors of America. We have all new. new I've never here. actually had that type of oyster. Have you? Oyster Rockefeller? Yeah. Yeah, I've had that. It's just like breadcrumbs like and bacon. cooked on and it. breaded, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's I just good. like mine raw. I do too, but it's not bad if you have, you know, it's nothing wrong with it. Pards, the flavors of America. Absolutely. This could get a standing ovation from you. Italian hot beef sandwich with shaved beef, spicy giardinia, and au jus on a French roll. Have you ever had that? Uh no. You so you can't you can't find that anywhere in Rhode Island. That's though. like a Chicago thing, right? It's a Chicago thing, but I've had them down here and I've have, okay. had them in Minnesota. It's cuz it's got that that's spi- like it's got the pepperonis on there and everything, right? And then you can have them wet or dry. Oh, okay. So they'll dip the bun in the sauce ahead of time for you. Right? Oh, yeah, they'll they'll dip the entire sandwich right in there, yeah. Right, right in, in nice. there. So for me, just looking at this booth, this is a three for three out of the out of the ballpark. What they do with this? One of my favorite things: a uh, chapino seafood stew with saffron infused tomato fennel broth and sourdough crostini. Seven fifty. Love the one at Sarah Bay. So good parts. Oh yeah, I bet. And then they have chilaquiles, which is a corn tortilla chip tossed in salsa verde with ranchero chicken, queso fresco, cilantro lime crema, and a soft poached egg. Perfect. All three of those are fantastic. It's perfect, isn't it? It's perfect. That's all I've ever wanted from the quick serve at the America Pavilion is to have like different regional foods, like a food court with, with Been talking these kind about of, that options. since this podcast started. It's perfect. You have chilaquiles from the southwest, you have chipino stew from the west coast, and you have hot Italian beef from the midwest. You could do like New England clam it, chowder. It, it, there's so much room in that place. You could almost just do outdoor seating so that that entire place was just food courts. It could be like right. your fourth floor mo- food court. Make it like a Faneuil Hall, like a knockoff Hall. it could just Faneuil be Hall. all regional stuff. Remember, you walk in Faneuil Hall and there's all the little food booths, and you go up and you can get. That's your oysters? probably one of the best places in the entire planet, don't you think? You love Faneuil Hall, don't you? I mean, there's 15 different places to get chowders, and you and, go sit down at the Wallace and Carpenter, have a couple beers and some oysters, and you're feeling pretty good. So yeah, flavors from America, flavors of America, fantastic. Then we have uh, flavors from fire. We have the Impossible Burger Slider with wasabi cream and spicy Asian slaw on a sesame seed bun. That sounds good. I don't I don't like the Impossible Burgers, but every if that was just a regular dirter, that would sound pretty good to me. Um, this one I've had, the smoked corned beef with house-made potato chips, cheese curds, pickled onions, and beer cheese fondue. It's pretty good. This one's new. Sounds good. Chimichurri marinated skirt steak taco with crushed avocado, grilled corn salsa, pickled red onions, Mm -hmm. queso fresco, and a cilantro lime cream. I'm fine with that. Chimichurri marinated steak. Can't go wrong with that. You love chimichurri. Mm Mm-hmm. And then they have a uh, chocolate tart with barbecue potato chip crust, which sounds terrible. We're moving on to France. They're all the same. Uh, Rescogots. Yep, they got the croissant uh, yep. escargot, beef bourguignon, and a beignet au troll for Have you ever had that yet from uh, Les Chefs de France? Which one? The bourguignon? No. It's so good. You like that, don't you? Oh. That croissant's one of my favorite good. dishes in all of Disney. That escargot croissant is really good at the festival. I had that. Yeah, I it is good. Yep, it. I've yeah. had it. It's pretty garlicky, if I remember. Very garlicky. Yeah, garlic and parsley. Very good. We have the Fry Basket, which apparently is very popular. They have uh, yucca fries with a garlic cilantro aioli. They have a French fry flight, which comes with three types of fries. There's a salt and vinegar fry, barbecue bacon fries with a smoked aioli, and sweet potato casserole fries, which are sweet potato fries with candy pecans, toasted marshmallow cream, and a maple bourbon glaze. And they also have pickle fries with a dill ranch sauce, so fried pickles with dill ranch. I'm okay with that. I have no problem with any of those. Sounds pretty good to me. Germany, we have the same as always. We have the pasta gratin with ham, onions, and cheese. Bratwurst on a pretzel roll with mustard and apple strudel with vanilla. Again, that hasn't changed in 40 years probably. Right. Which is fine. I mean, it's one of the most popular booths, too, because it's like crowd pleaser, simple stuff. But just throw something else on there. Why can't they? I mean, granted, those booths are small. It's hard for them to have five, six different items. I do understand that. We have grease next. We have a spanakopita, which is like a spinach pie. A griddled cheese with pistachios and honey. A lamb gyro with shaved lettuce, tomatoes, red onion, tzatziki on a warm flatbread. Sounds okay. And a plant-based moussaka, which is like a Greek uh, lasagna. Nothing really jumps out at me there. Hawaii, same old, same old. We got the Kahlua pork slider, spam sushi, all the kind of spam stuff that really don't need to spend a lot of time on. How about you? No, that's a that's a pass pass yep how about india we have curry spice crispy cheese with mango curry ketchup Mm -mm. sounds good potato and pea samosa with a coriander lime cream sounds okay and chicken tikka masala with fennel spice yogurt and naan bread i would try any of those but i'm not going to go out of my way to try them they sound okay one of your favorites is back, though. In Ireland, we have the Fisherman's Seafood Pie is back. That is by far the best. One of the best values, too, if it's the same yep. size as it used to be. And then the Roasted Irish Sausage with colcannon, and Potatoes and Onion Gravy. That was good, too. I remember I tried that one year. That was pretty good. And then the Warm Chocolate Pudding Cake with Irish Cream Liqueur Custard. Again, I like the Fisherman's Pie, but... It's the same stuff they've had, pretty much. I mean, they brought that back a couple years ago, but pretty much the same. Italy, we have some new options in Italy. Italy gets killed all the time at these festivals for having the worst booth, don't they? I know. And this Which should is, have the best. Up? How do you screw up Italy? You're right. So this is a focaccia rapaina, freshly baked focaccia with meatballs, tomato sauce, and burrata cheese. Okay, that could sounds be fine. Good. Cavatelli with sweet sausage ragu and crispy applewood smoked bacon sounds okay, and a lemon ricotta cheesecake with vanilla cream and strawberry compote. Not a, I don't really think about desserts at Food and Wine, but that sounds okay. Um, yeah, the focaccia sounds pretty good. These are expensive—nine and ten dollars for those two entrees. This, those are two of the more expensive ones that I've seen. Going to move on to Japan. We have a couple new options here. Fire takio roll, a sushi roll, a spicy tuna, cucumber, and pickled daikon radish. Serve a spicy sauce. Beef wagyu don, traditional Japanese rice bowl with American wagyu beef over steamed white rice. I would try that. Mm-hmm. And then a teriyaki chicken bun, steam bun filled with chicken vegetables and teriyaki sauce. That's fine. No yep. wrong with that. All those are good in my book. Yep. We have uh, Kenya. We're on to a Kenyan coffee barbecue beef tenderloin with sp- sweet potato, corn, mealy pop, and kombu, Kachumbari slaw, whatever that means. And a peri-peri skewered shrimp with citrus-flavored couscous. Those are both fine in my book. I would try those. Mexico, we got all new options at Mexico. We have tostadas de carnitas, braised pork on a fried corn tortilla with black beans, avocado mousse, queso fresco, and chives. Sounds good. Yes, please. Taco de costilla, slow braised beef short rib on a corn tortilla with salsa de chili morita, avocado mousse, and spring onions. That also sounds good. And then we have a dessert. Layers of traditional Mexican flan and tres leches with guava and cajita. Those two, uh, the carnitas and the tacos both sound really good, though. Mm -hmm. They both sound really good. This could be right up your alley, the next one. This one's opening August 15th. It's the noodle exchange parts. We got soups coming your way. Nothing better than a hot soup in (laughs) In in Central Florida in August. You'll be first in line, though. I will. Shaved beefed ramen with shiitake mushrooms, pickled carrots, daikon radish, shaved peppers, and a soy egg in a citrus sesame broth. Yes, yes, yes. That sounds so good. Oh, yes. You might need to rope drop that thing when you're at Beach Club. Oh, yes, sir. Get some ramen and a pickle milkshake. You'll be good to go. (laughs) They have them staying at Beach Club, huh? (laughs) Yeah, you might need to make it back there. They have the same thing, except it's with impossible pork, so it's just a vegetarian version of that. Then we have the Thai shrimp with rice noodles, shiitake mushrooms, and basil, and a coconut curry broth. That sounds so good. And then a tofu ramen with shiitake mushrooms, pickled carrots, daikon radish, shaved peppers, baby bok choy, and a citrus sesame broth, so that's a plant-based option. But the shrimp and the beef one both sound so good. And they're only uh, $6.650 and each. Yeah, that's not bad. It was a good price points. Yeah. Uh, we're on to. I'm skipping over the refreshment port because that's just that regular, one near Canada. They always have like the different poutines, so I'm gonna skip that. Gonna move on to Spain again. They didn't change anything up, but this is still probably the best. Booth. You can. You don't now this. You don't need to change up. It's everything's so good. It's so good. You got the charcuterie with the mm-hmm. s- imported Spanish meats, cheeses, olives, and herbed Serrano vinaigrette. Fantastic. Paella with saffron rice, chorizo, and shrimp. So good. One of my favorite things. And that seafood salad, which is out of this world: shrimp, bay scallops, mussels, extra virgin olive oil, white balsamic vinegar, and a smoked paprika. It's delicious. That's a three for three all day. Uh. I always get all three there. You have to. You have to. And I don't know which one to eat first. They're all so good. Like the paella is probably my favorite. That's one of my favorite dishes. Period. Anywhere. I love rice. I love like the saffron flavor. And parts. And why aren't you going to Haleo? I mean, when you're when you're at Saratoga. And hey, who says I who says I can't? Oh, I heard the paella there is fantastic. Maybe I'll have to try that. I like paella a lot. Yeah, Spain brings it every time. Mm-hmm. They definitely bring it. Uh we have Tangerine Cafe, flavors of Medina. So now this is a booth now because it's not a restaurant anymore. They have uh, grilled Tremula chicken or Moroccan spiced lamb kebabs with a carrot, chickpea salad, and garlic aioli for six twenty five. Boy, what a disaster that that has become, huh? That was such a good quick serve. Uh, it, 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 and their sit down was fine. Yeah, that whole. I mean, it's completely unique, but it's been so many years that I've been there that I'd like to go back and try it. But yeah, well, too bad I mean, that me. whole pavilion, just a disaster. And that's one of the nicest, most underrated pavilions they have there. Yeah, well, not anymore because there's if, nothing in it. But if it you would underrated. ever venture in the back. It's beautiful. It, like nobody ever goes to the back of that pavilion. No, especially with the restaurant. The where Marrakesh now. was. I mean, yeah. it's just gorgeous. They also have a fried falafel pita with tahini sauce for $5.50. Stone-baked Moroccan bread with hummus, tremula and jaung, jaung dips. I don't know what that is. $5 for that. And a pistachio cake with cinnamon pastry cream and candied walnuts. We have a uh, a wine and wedge booth opening september 22nd this basically has different like cheese plates to go with these wines assorted artisanal cheeses and accompaniments a borsin fig and balsamic souffle with fig tapenade this sounds good southern pimento cheese with bread and butter pickled vegetables and grilled bread and then an artist palette of wine and cheese assorted artisanal cheeses and accoutrements paired with Sellback, oster zeltinger Son- uh, some a lot of uh different wines that i can't pronounce so it's like a a pairing of cheeses and wines at the wine and wedge that's opening september 22nd that's about it though parts you know what the america brings it more than any other booth i have to say that hot italian beef sandwich with the au jus, mm-hmm The chilaquiles with the soft poached egg you just cut into that. Spain, I've had though. That's the problem. You know, like I like trying new stuff. I'm not even a local and I get sick of the same old things. I haven't even had anything at the Germany booth, and I'm sick of it because it's got the same stuff. Right. You know what I mean? That noodle exchange is very interesting Mm -hmm. to me. That sounds good. Um, Spain is always good. Mexico, pretty good. Nothing wrong with that. Some new stuff. I like that they change it up every year at the Mexico one. I don't think they ever have the same thing year after year. But the uh, yeah, the flavors of America, the Chapino, uh, the seafood stew. I would get all three things there, all three things in Spain, and I'd be pretty happy. That'd be a good, a good yeah. Like, I agree. Lunch. I agree. Those are definitely one and one A. Yeah. Or one A and one B, but. And then you have like your uh, diamonds in the rough. You can get your like your crab cake if you want something like that. That seafood stew. Seafood Ireland. pie. The seafood yeah. pie over at Ireland is fantastic. Yep. Do they have good. the dessert that they normally have there? Yeah. Yeah. With the, the Bailey's cream sauce on it. Yeah. yeah. yep. They that's have that. a great. That's good, too. Yeah. Yeah, there's good stuff. I mean, nothing that. Blows my, uh, blows my socks off, but it's decent. Nothing too bad this year. The wings yeah. sound good. I like to try the wings. I like chicken wings anyway. I wonder if they're like nice, meaty ones or if they're like skimpy little ones. Right. Peanut butter jelly wings. I think they're wings. gonna be good, meaty ones. You think so? Yeah, they don't mess around with food. Are you planning on going into Epcot when you're at Beach Club or no? I mean, the plan is yeah, but you know how I get when I'm on. <laughs> that's when i'm at the resort but if you you could get there early enough where your room's not ready and then you'd almost be forced to go into uh, yeah yeah i mean yeah i'm almost thinking about just doing a a saturday or sunday and going up and doing some reviews for the youtube channel oh just a day trip yeah yeah i mean the the noodles those don't open for another week or so but i could see you definitely trying the different noodle bowls and then I'd love to see you try those peanut butter jelly wings and a pickle milkshake. Just to get your reaction to that, because that's so far out of your comfort zone. It totally is, isn't it? You think you could drag Susie along for that kind of reveal? I don't know. She's she doesn't like doing the day trips. And she's not like advent like she wouldn't want to try a pickle like she wouldn't want to waste her Yeah, like nine dollars on that. <laughs> not even the money, like just she'd rather eat something else and not fill up on something right. sweet. Where you and I just do it for the bit, almost. Yeah, like when you have ha- when you had haggis. I actually enjoyed that. You did I would like say haggis. It. I did like it. Yeah. It you think great. you could eat it like on a random like Friday or Saturday night? That exact one, yes, because it tastes like corned beef hash to me, and I like corned beef hash, like a crispy corned beef hash. You should re-upload that video. Can you make that a short, a YouTube short, or is it in the wrong aspect ratio? No, no, because I can do it on Canva. Oh, there you go. I can convert it over on Canva and then upload it. That might be good. Throw that up like a flashback YouTube or the, short. Or the Captain EO. Yeah, there you go. That'd be one way to integrate some of the old uh, videos from the old I don't page. know if I can download those videos now, though. No? You don't have the login anymore? Oh, yeah. Oh, off of our uh, old channel? Yeah. I guess we don't have to talk about it right now. But Yeah, that's true. Any other thoughts here on the on the uh, music no, or that, the food? No. Should we take our second break? Mhm. All right, we'll be right back. All right, we are back from break episode number four hundred and eighty-eight of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast is in the books. We talked about the two thousand and twenty-three Epcot International Food and Wine Festival. Talked about the food and the music, and just kind of underwhelmed overall. Oh yeah. Losing its luster a little bit. But I still enjoy it. Like if I was going to the parks, I would still probably plan my day at epcot around different things i wanted to try but if i was a local like you like if you're a super local okay you would probably just go in just to check it out but like where you have to put some effort into getting mm-hmm. up there it doesn't draw you in like it used it to really be. doesn't no there's nothing that's like i gotta go try something or i gotta go see one of these acts not a lot there not a lot of meat on that bone parts no any other thoughts you want to talk about our YouTube page? You just uploaded a video uh, today as we record. Well, I said that I was going to do the review of uh, P&J's, but that's already out there. Beautiful. Oh, all right. Well, so we'll uh, I have Bar Riva. Great video. We got a Bar Riva. Great dining review. Chicken sandwich review. And where do you find that? YouTube.com slash at WDWBTG. Please subscribe. You have a good chance to be our three hundred subscriber. We're just a handful away from 300 so go ahead and subscribe you could be our 300 subscriber we would appreciate that um you can also check out our past videos like that p and j's takeout video if you search for that on the page room reviews those get a lot of traction on the page lately the saratoga room review uh riviera room review swan and dolphin i believe you got up there recently there's some good ones up there so check those out good ones out there Any uh, dining reviews that are up there as well. Steakhouse 71. I like to talk about that one because I'm featured prominently wearing a hat. Oh, (laughs) take the hat off, Pards. This isn't McDonald's. It's not a McDonald's. Uh, So you could go check those out if you'd like, and we do appreciate it. You can also follow us on social media at WDWBTG, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Go to our Facebook group. WDW Beyond the Gates podcast family. Join us over there for some fun discussion. You can go to our website, wdwbtg.com. You can email the show info at wdwbtg.com, Mike at wdwbtg.com, and Gary at wdwbtg.com. Did I leave anything out, partner? Nope, you hit everything, parts. All right, that's going to do it for episode number 488 of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast. For my co-host, Mike, my name is Gary. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll talk to you again next week. Now it's time to say goodbye to all our company. M-I-C. See you real soon. K Y. Why? Because we like you. And all you.